0: Time for a short drive down to the Fib State. Let's talk about the Chicago Bears. Let's go. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. Don't forget, you can make donations. Gotta keep throwing it in. Oh, if you care to donate to the Doghouse, Venmo, RoyDog underscore 13, that is D-A-W-G, and over on PayPal, RoyDog underscore 13 at Yahoo.com same d-a-w-g today 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 it's an exciting day it's an exciting day because uh the actual quote-unquote doghouse is getting into the last stages of its completion that would be our uh main fantasy football draft area which i which be my garage but uh Coming along nicely. We got the TVs up. We got the TVs up. That's the main thing, right? You got to have the fucking TVs up. But we're going to get going here. We're talking Chicago Bears. Oh, You know, my favorite team, but Jesus Christ. Uh, we know about Justin Fields getting drafted with the 11th pick in the first round. Uh, Andy Dalton is the quote-unquote starting quarterback for right now. So we'll have to wait and see how Justin Fields does in training camp, see if he can actually supplant Andy Dalton sooner rather than later as a starter. Uh, love Justin Fields. I love him to death, but I just hate the fact that he's going to the fucking bears, you know, being a Packers fan. So, all right, we're going to start with strength of schedule. Uh, ADP charts went out today, which is Sunday, the 27th of June. So you guys have them all updated. This is actually week eight of, uh, Putting those out. So, two months out, two months in already. Got about another month, month and a half of actually doing the ADP look at. So, a little over two months before our first week of DFS and seasonal. Oh, I'm ready to go. I wish we could start right now. But it is what it is. Let's keep talking about our teams. Let's keep going through our stuff that we've got depth charts, ADP, strength of schedule. Uh, Bears' strength of schedule just based solely on last year's records. Remember, we do full season, first and second half, and then the one, two, three, four quarters. Fourth quarter having five games, all other quarters consisting of four. Full season there. Strength of schedule ranking is third hardest schedule on the board. First half, ninth. Second half, seventh. By quarters, 19, 4, 6, and 10. So, just based on uh, traditional strength of schedule, which, you know, a lot of those guys out there use, but we don't, we don't, and that's why we get ahead. Uh, very tough schedule, very tough, very tough, but we're going to do this. We're going to do this by quarters. Uh, we're going to go through the DVOA, <clears throat> end of season rankings. Uh, perfootballoutsiders.com, great website. It's a very expensive website now. Um, that's why I basically take the brunt, I take the hit uh, with the cost on there that's well over 100 bucks for the season. That used to be free. So taking the brunt of it, uh, if you did it by month, it ends up coming out to about $150, $160 bucks for the whole year. So you buy the yearly pass, it's it's very, uh, uh, it's a lot better. It's a lot easier on the pocketbook, let's just say that. So, all right, starting by quarters, let's go here. We've got the Rams, Bengals, Browns, and Lions. I'm going to highlight these up here real quick. Uh, based on total defense, 4th, 27th, 25th, and 32nd. So, Actually, it looks like a pretty, pretty good start to the season. Um, of course, Rams are going to be the Rams. Bengals uh, probably going to stay right about the same. Browns are going to improve. They've made a lot of improvements. We have talked about that. Uh, should get better not only in the rush defense, but also in the pass defense. Lions, at 32, man, <laughs> they're not, they're going to get, a, they should technically get a little bit better. Uh, because they did make some additions, but uh, overall, I expect them to be completely terrible. So, thirty uh, second, no better than probably twenty eighth. Rush defenses: third, twenty first, nineteenth, and twenty seventh. Again, Rams going to be going to be tough. Going to be tough. They're not as strong as last year, but I mean, when you're dealing with basically a team defense that's going to definitely be within the top ten, probably within the top seven eight. Uh, nothing much is really going to change. That rush defense is still anchored by one Aaron Donald. Uh, basically should be the defensive player of the year each and every season. Bengals 21st. Uh, don't see much improvement there, so that should be roughly about the same. Browns will improve from 19. Uh, <coughs> bare minimum, you can see them get slip into the top 15. Uh, so 10 to 15, somewhere right about in their lines. 27th again. Again, not really any major improvements. It's going to take them a year or two to really uh, start catching on once they make all their additions. Past defenses, 4th, 27th, 25th, and 32nd. Rams should slip back a little bit here because they're missing Troy Hill, their slot corner, and John Johnson, who actually went to uh, Cleveland, uh, who's the Week 3 opponent. So... um. Expect the Rams' um, pass defense to kind of struggle a little bit. They'll slip back. They'll slip back, but they'll still should still be a top ten unit. Uh, Bengals twenty seventh. They're going to be no better than twenty fifth. Uh, Browns at twenty five. I uh, would expect them to slip up somewhere around eighteen to twenty uh, at the bare minimum, based on what they've done. Uh, my prediction was is probably you are going to see them with the depth that they have, and it's it's really quality depth. Uh, you're probably going to see them become a top 15 unit. Lions at 32nd, yeah, it's not going to get much better. Uh, no better than 25th there. So good to go on passing there. So it's really, you know, it looks good on paper, but uh, two really bad defenses. You're pretty much, if you're looking at uh, the quarterback um, running back, <sighs> He might as well just play him in DFS with that with that with that first quarter schedule. Versus the wide receiver one, we got thirteenth, sixteenth, fourth, and thirtieth. Rams at thirteen. I'm kind of surprised that they did fall back that far. Uh, switching in between uh, Darius Williams and uh, Jesus Christ. I cannot believe I'm brain farting on on his name, Jalen Ramsey. For God's sakes, come on. Let's. Uh, Let's pick up the pace here, Debray. Um, should be should be better. I would expect them to be top 10, uh, at least at the wide receiver one, wide receiver two. Um, but we'll have to wait and see on that one. Bengals at 16. That one is going to go up, which means it's going to get worse for the Bengals. Uh, losing William Jackson in the third is going to be a big hit. Big fucking hit for them. Browns at four. Denzel Ward. You don't attack Denzel Ward, so this is not shaping up well for uh, Robinson uh, for the Bears. Uh, Lions at thirty. That should be cons- that should be pretty consistent again. No better than twenty fifth to twenty eighth, and that's that's if everything goes smoothly. Versus the wide receiver too. This would be Darnell Mooney uh, in my pro- in at least my projections. Uh, <clears throat> wide receiver two, first, six, 18, and 28. Again, first. I mean, it's a switch off Darius Williams and Jalen Ramsey again. Uh, combine on that one. So, it's gonna be a tough matchup. Six versus the Bengals. I expect that to get worse for the Bengals. So, that's probably gonna slip up more to where that 16 is in there at the very least. Browns at 18. Um, the improvements, especially is specifically in the secondary, that 18, that should slip up into the top 15, uh, if not closer to top 10. Uh, expect a big pass rush, which is going to help out there. Lions 28, uh, again, probably not getting any better than that. Wide receiver plus, you got 14, 27, 30th, and 19th. 14th for the Ram, that might be the spot to attack. With Troy Hill not being there, let's take a look. You have uh, Right now I have David Long penciled in. Now that certainly could be uh, any number of guys. It could be Dante Dion uh, filling in there who was injured last year. So um, Could be filling in in there. They could use one of the other uh, plethora of safeties that they have. Juju Hughes, maybe Terrell Burgess. Uh, It's probably Juju Hills or actually Nick Scott out of the free safety position uh, who would cover the wide receiver plus if David Long is not the guy there. Uh, Bengals, 27th. uh, Good to go. Good to attack. Browns at 30th. That one's going to be another one that we're going to probably want to stay away from. This is actually, I believe, where Troy Hill went. Yep, Troy Hill. So, you know, that's definitely going to get better. So basically take that Rams 14 right there, and you can slip that in for the Browns right there at 30th, in my opinion. 19th for the Detroit Lions. It's going to be stable. Uh, not, I don't think it's going to get any better, not going to get any worse. Versus the tight end, uh, 10th, 12th, 28th, and 21st. 10th for the Rams. We've always had a tendency if you're going to attack the Rams, you'd actually use a tight end in here. Uh, did not work out very well, but with the uh, weakness at safety, a little bit of weakness at safety now, uh, that could slip up, but I wouldn't see anything higher than probably the 15th um, hardest opponent against tight ends. 12th for the Cincinnati Bengals. That started out really good, and then it and then it slipped. So, Basically if we go over to the Bengals, just take a look at it real quick. You have Mike Hilton coming over from Pittsburgh, uh at the slot corner, and then you have Von Bell and Jesse Bates who are back again. So <clears throat> are the safeties gonna help out and and uh keep that keep that at twelve? I think so. I think that's just a spot that you're just not really going to attack. Um Against the Bengals, you probably would just you you would use one of your wide receiver, either your wide receiver one, wide receiver two, um, in that spot there. Versus Browns, twenty uh, eighth, we talked about a Troy Hill. Uh, that's going to go down. Um, Lions at twenty one, probably going to stick, stay somewhat rela, uh, somewhere around the same. Um, Yeah, Tracy Walker and Will Harris, that's definitely going to be a spot that we will want to attack at safety positions is with that tight end spot there. Versus the running back in the passing game, 7th, 24th, 23rd, and 32nd. I expect the Rams to stay pretty pretty darn uh, similar to that. Uh, Bengals 24th, I think it's going to be another good spot for an attack with a running back who could catch passes. Browns Browns is going to be a whole different animal. That one's going to get a little bit harder. Better rush defense, better uh, linebacker play. Uh, you're going to have the rookie Owasu Koromora, inside linebacker out of Notre Dame, playing one side on uh, basically the outside linebacker spot in a four um, three. See on Taki, I still have a lot of, a lot of love for. Her. Uh, Anthony Walker coming over from Indianapolis. We're going to have to see if he's going to actually become the glue in this, in here. But uh, I would expect I would expect the Browns to get better than that twenty third ranking. Uh, but it's kind of a wait and see. Thirty second versus the Lions. That's going to stay consistent. Uh, don't see that getting any better. Don't see it getting any worse. So we will move on to the second quarter of games. Raiders Packers. Buccaneers, 49ers. Gets a little bit tougher as the season goes on here uh, in terms of the second quarter. Uh, Raiders is a really good spot for just about everybody because it's just a terrible defense. It's going to show up again. Uh, Total defense 28th, 17th, 5th, and 16th. Raiders have not made any major improvements here. They have made a couple of signings, but nothing that's going to really impact the defense as a whole. Uh, There's still going to be another year, year or two away. Packers at 17, that should stay relatively similar, Uh, but this is really going to all come down to whether or not, and surprisingly, uh, whether or not Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love is that quarterback. You would expect if... If Aaron Rodgers does indeed come back, shows up for training camp and starts the season off, uh, defense would be okay because he'd be able to sustain longer drives. Now you have a little bit of hiccups with Jordan Love being a second-year quarterback. Um, that gives me some concern there. Even though I love Jordan Love, look, you got to face facts. You got to, you know, you just gotta see what's on the paper. Buccaneers at five that should uh, remain the same just based on the fact that they they brought everybody back. So uh, you give them the benefit of the doubt, they're going to be the fifth total defense. I think that is going to be correct. What is going on here? Oh, I get it. I get it. Sorry. Watching Arizona-San Diego game. Uh, 49ers at 16. Uh, I've said it before. I think the defense kind of is lacking. That sixteenth that sixteenth rank, I think that's gonna fall back a little bit. Uh they do get their pass rusher and Joey Bosa back, but they are hurting in the secondary, which is really gonna hurt them overall on the season. So oh, man. Best case scenario for them is that they're gonna be at sixteen. From what I see, I think they're more like a twentieth ranked defense. So We'll take a look later here. Uh, uh, Rush defense. So 28th, 18th, 1st, and 7th. So good spot here for David Montgomery. 28th ranked rush defense. Should stay similar. Packers at 18, I think. It's kind of like total defense. Um, Should remain relatively the same there. Uh, Not major personnel uh, moves here again, the linebacking core lacks right in the middle, but, I mean, they brought in a couple of guys trying to fix, you know, try to <clears throat> be the solution to it. Whether or not it works is remains to be seen. Uh, first for the Buccaneers, like I said, it's going to stay the same. Seventh for the 49ers. Now, I think this is going to drop back just a little bit, if I'm not mistaken. We're going to look at our 49ers defense. Um... Well, Nick Bosa, DJ Jones, Javon Kinlaw, and Eric Armstead across the front. Dre Greenlaw, Fred Warner, and Aziz uh, El-Shahir at the linebacking spots. Jimmy Ward and Jakeski Tart, mainly at Jakeski Tart at Strong Safety. So, 7th, 7th. Mm, I think at the very at the very at the very best they're going to be a 10th ranked rush defense. Um everybody's getting a little bit older though. So, yeah, I'd probably say 10th ranked off uh uh rush defense. Uh versus the pass raiders 26, 15, 5th and 20th. 26 uh raiders whatever they come in at they're going to remain the same. Uh Packers at 15. You got Jair Alexander. Uh, and then you will have, you should have the rookie, um, Eric Stokes, uh, supplanting Kevin King on the other side. So that's only going to get, uh, to improve that pass defense. Um, the fact that they're at 15, they could end up near the top 10. Now it's a new defensive coordinator. We'll have to see if everybody uh, kind of buys into the program. But 15th, I think, at the very worst, if uh, Stokes is who we all believe he is. Buccaneers at fifth. That should remain the same. 49ers, 20th. That should slip back. That's going to slip back, I think, to about 25, somewhere in there. 25, 28. I cannot buy into that full secondary. Uh, I like Jason Verrett, but whether or not he's going to continue to pay dividends like he did last year coming off injury uh, remains to be seen. Um and I'm going I'm really taking that one with a grain of salt. So versus the wide receiver one, you have the Raiders at 29, 10th, 6, and 21. Raiders, we said it. Let's not go into it. Packers at 10th. Uh Jair Alexander with another year under his belt. That should only improve. I don't think it'll slip anywhere past 10. Uh should stay up in a five to ten, to be honest with you. Buccaneers at six. Uh, That should be pretty consistent from last year. 49ers at 21st. That was basically the Richard Sherman side, I think. They basically gave Jason Verrett the... uh, They counted him against wide receiver twos. So um, this should actually go down. Verrett should be covering the number one in that pass defense. Versus wide receiver two Raiders twenty fifth twenty fourth twenty second twelve, so Raiders will stay the relatively same if not get worse from that twenty five. Uh, Packers at twenty four that should improve. Like we said with the the uh, the rookie Eric Stokes, And this is basically Kevin King's rating uh, versus the Packers, so that should only improve. That should go fifteen. At the very best, but I'm probably thinking it's going to end up somewhere around 18 um, for the season. Buccaneers at 22nd. That, my friends, would be, is usually the one to attack. Um, Usually that, trying to think here. Sean Murphy bunting, if I'm not mistaken, across from Carlton Davis. Um. So that would be the ranking there. Now, I do like attacking Carlton Davis more than I like attacking Murphy Bunting or Jamel Dean, but it kind of is what it is. When you're facing on the outside, generally that's the spot to attack is with that wide receiver too. Um, I would expect that to actually improve for the Buccaneers, so this might not be somewhere we're going to want to attack this season. Uh, 49ers at 12, like I said, this, this should be the Jason Verrett Ranking here Uh, This should get worse It'll be Emmanuel Mosley If I'm not mistaken on the other side here So uh, yeah Emmanuel Mosley and then you got Quan Williams in the slot So um, This only gets better if Dante Johnson Takes another uh, step up um, But I don't See that happening Versus the tight end 5th, 8th Twenty fifth, eleventh. So, if the Raiders did anything well, it was it was at stopping tight ends. Um, I need to pull them up here because I think this is going to actually go down. Yeah, you can have Jonathan Abrams in there. Well, you get Trevor mooring at free safety, but Jonathan Abrams should get more coverage. Uh, Damon Arnett, Pfft, I don't see, I don't see how they got fifth. I don't see how they got a fifth ranking. I think that, that, that definitely gets worse for Raiders. That's going to be at least a 15, in my opinion. Packers at eighth, they've, they've been able to cover tight ends pretty, pretty well the last couple of years. Different change though in the coordinators, so this might actually get worse, but, um, historically, they've been pretty damn decent versus tight ends. Elites tend to get away with a little bit more against them, but um, outside of, like, say, Kelsey, Kittle, Waller, so, you know, guys like that, you won't really see them get beat by anybody. Buccaneers at 25th. This should continue. This is actually probably the real spot to attack the Buccaneers still uh, is with the tight end here. So Cole Komet could actually have a pretty decent game in there. Uh, would expect Jimmy Graham to fall back to more of a backup role. 49ers 11th, that should stay pretty consistent. With Jakiski Tart and Jimmy Ward uh, pairing up at the safety spot, I'm pretty sure that that rating is going to stay relatively the same. Versus the running backs in the passing game, Raiders 20th, 27th, 5th, and 28th. Uh, Raiders should continue to... Be pretty poor against running backs in the passing game. I'll pull up that defense again. Um, yeah, you got Corey Littleton coming over. Well, Corey Littleton came over last year from the Rams. That's that's really what hurt him was Corey Littleton here. Um. Nicholas Moreau on the other side. Yannick and Conquay, Uh could slip back from time to time. So 20th, I think that's going to stay relatively consistent. Packers at 27. I hope that they're going to get a little bit better, but for right now, I'd probably say that's pretty standard. Uh, Buccaneers at 5th. They've been pretty good uh, historically against running backs in the passing game. And then 49ers at 28th against running backs in the passing game. Whether or not that actually stays true. Yeah. Yeah, Greenlaw, Shazier. Jimmy Ward would be the other guy. You want to look at here. Yeah, it's going to stay... It's going to stay. It's going to go about 25. It's going to go 25 overall, in my opinion. Third quarter. All right. Got a bye week in here right after the first game. So you got Steelers, Ravens, Lions, and Cardinals. So not that great of a schedule on paper. We do expect Steelers to get relatively a little bit worse. Uh, Ravens should stay. Day roughly the same, but they are getting another year older. That's the only problem. Lions, we've already been through, uh, so we won't really cover that. We'll gloss over them. And then Cardinals should be okay, but their secondary has gotten worse. Um, so we'll look at total defense first for the Steelers. Ninth, 32nd, 10th. Steelers, we've talked about the Steelers have nowhere else to go but back up. Um, secondary, really, really poor here so that might be a spot to really attack with the Bears Uh, Ninth for the Ravens that should stay relatively close I wouldn't see them slipping past 12 Uh, Lions at 32nd talked about it 10th for the Cardinals I think this is going to slip a little bit back to like say right around 15 15 in total defense still decent just not great versus the Rush Steelers 5th Twelfth, twenty seventh, and fourteenth. Steelers should be okay in the uh, rush defense department. Um, I would expect that number to be relatively similar. Ravens, twelfth. <sighs> yeah, it's, it's pretty consistent. I would say that see that sitting at twelve. Lions at twenty seven. Cardinals at fourteenth. That. Um, Should actually get better with Xavier Collins as long as he doesn't, you know, keep fucking speeding and shit uh, around Scottsdale. So 14th, that could actually slip up. I could actually go somewhere between 10 and 12. Pass defenses, 1 for the Steelers, 10, 32, 9. Steelers at number 1, that's going to slide way the fuck back. That's going to go 15th to 20th at the very best. Very best. That's how big of a hit they've taken in their secondary. I mean, they've taken a bigger hit to their secondary than they have across their offensive line, to be completely honest with you. But, um yeah, it's going to be a tr- real trouble spot for them. Ravens at 10 against the pass Uh, No worse than 12. I would expect that to kind of pull back just a little bit. Uh, Lions at 32. Cardinals at 9th. This is another team that, if I'm correct, now they may be all right. They might be all right in their secondary. They brought in Darkeese Darnard from Atlanta. Uh, Malcolm Butler across from him comes over from Tennessee. He's been okay. It's all going to depend on that pass rush. Now they do have the capable pass rushers, you know, in the linebacking court and across the front line. So, honestly, uh, versus a pass, I think that stays relatively the same, which is good. It's fine. It's fine. Anytime you're in the top ten, it's absolutely fine, so. Versus the wide receiver, one, Steelers, 24, 3, 30th, and 20th. So this is a nice actual five-week stretch, five out of six weeks for Allen Robinson here. Um, 24 to Steelers, we've talked about this. You could beat uh, the Steelers with the wide receiver, one. Uh, they, that, even, that improves even more now that their secondary has gotten worse. Uh, Ravens, three, Should slip back. It's probably going to go about five. It's going to go at least five. Pardon me. Um, Maybe eighth overall. Still not really a spot that you really want to attack with your wide receiver. Lions at 30. Talked about it. Cardinals at 20. Um, That was Patrick Peterson last year, to be completely honest with you. Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler should be the number one over Dacuiste Denard. So they'll improve. It's all going to be dependent on that pass rush. What, how much they improve? So that twenty third, they get a good pass rush, they'll they'll get up into the top eighteen. But remains to be seen. We'll see that trade camp. Oh, yeah. pardon me. Versus wide receiver plus. This isn't really a spot that you would want to use any for the Bears. Uh, Steelers at two. That'll go up. Uh, Ravens at 5, no, hell no Uh, They're going to still be Really good there Uh, 19th for the Lions Could see improvement, uh, could get worse Uh, Cardinals at 10th I think that stays relatively The same to be honest with you Might slip back a little bit To 15 somewhere in there but uh, Overall I think They'll be pretty solid Uh, Versus tight end, Steelers 1 Ravens 22nd Lions 21st Cardinals, 15th. We've talked about the Raiders before, but i got to refresh my memory what I think about tight ends here. Yeah, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, Terrell, Edmonds, so that should still be okay back there uh, for the Steelers. So number one, uh, maybe not the f- number one, but top five, still not somewhere to attack. Ravens, 22nd against the tight end. Hmm. Hmm Deshaun Elliott and Chuck Clark. Well Chuck Clark would be the main guy back there. Yeah, so if there really is any place to attack, it's really with the Ravens with a tight end. Right there. Could be a decent another decent day for Cole Komet. Could get it back to back weeks facing the Lions the following week. Um and then Cardinals at fifteen. Uh, they should still be relatively middle of the pack. I don't think they. I don't think they improve. I just also don't think that I can see them fail. Versus running back in the passing game, 14th for the Steelers, 21st, 32nd, 30th. So versus Steelers versus running back in the passing game, that should actually get a little, little bit better because they uh, lost Bud Dupree, so that'll take most of that out. Ah, yes, this is spot where it said you attack uh, Cassius Marsh on the weak side, staying away from the T.J. Watt side. Uh, should be able to run him down right from there. Ravens at 21. Ravens at 21, that kind of goes the same thing with tight end. Uh, they did make improvements, though. Um, Derek Wolfe, Brandon Williams, Calais Campbell, and then you have McPhee and Bowser on the outside. Patrick Queen should only get better on the inside as well. Surprised that he was as rated as low as what he was. Lions at 32, yep. Uh, Cardinals at 30th. This should actually improve as well. Yeah, Mar- Marcus Golden, Chandler Jones on the outside. And you'd also have Simmons and Collins at the linebacker spots. Uh, Watt's pretty good at runners in the passing game. So that should definitely improve this season. Moving on to the last quarter, remember this is five games, so we have the Packers, Vikings, Seahawks, Giants, and Vikings again. So Vikings twice, which is going to be really bad for the Bears if I'm correct on the Vikings and all the improvements that they've made there. Um, but we will start with total defense. Packers, we've already talked about, 17th, 18th, 6th, 19, 18. Packers, we've talked about already, so we'll leave it at that. Vikings, eighteenth in total defense. That's going to get better. That's going to be a top fifteen at the very worst. I uh, would expect it to actually get up in the top ten as long as everybody's healthy and with the running game that they have. Should be any. Uh, should not be a hard task. See, woof, pardon me. Seahawks at six. Giants at nineteen. Um, First of all, we need to go look at the Seahawks here again. So Seahawks defense, uh, yeah, should actually stay relatively about the same. Now, it's going to depend. We've talked about this with Alden Smith. Uh, He's facing suspension again. So that's going to take away a little bit of pass rush, but I would expect Kerry Hyder to be okay, uh, even if Smith is not there. So six, that's a little bit a lot to ask. Oh, let me think here. Could be consistent. It all depends on how the Niner... Well, if the Rams offense has gotten a lot better. It's going to depend upon the 49ers and that Cardinals offense, really, if they're going to stick with that 6. That could slip back to 10. Uh, Giants, I would expect them to actually... As long as Saquon stays... Stays on the field. They can slip up and do a top fifteen defense. They were showing signs that they were capable of it. So, and then Vikings again at eighteenth. We've already talked about that. So this is going to be a real hard part of their schedule. The only one that's going to be a quite really questionable in in terms of in my eyes is really going to be that pack is going to be the Packers line. Whether or not it's Rodgers or Jordan Love. If it's Rodgers, they have a shit schedule at the end of the year. Versus the rush, Packers at 18, 30th, 10th, 15th, and 30th. We've talked about Packers, should be relatively the same. Vikings uh, is going to get a lot better. It's not going to be a 13th-ranked rush defense. This is going to slip up into the top 20, 15 15 at best. So uh, be careful when you're looking at that. Seahawks at 10. Yep, I can see it. Uh, Giants at 15. They should actually improve right there in the middle. Uh, and then Vikings we've already talked about versus the pass so you have Packers at 15 uh, that could slip up a l- uh, move up a little bit uh, Vikings at 14 I would expect with the pass rush re- the pass rush that they have now as long as they stay injury free that's going to slip up that's going to be about 10 uh, Seahawks at seven. I would expect that to stay relatively similar, but it could get worse. Like I said, it all depends on the other offenses. Uh, Giants at 22nd. That should be a nice improvement here, too. Yeah, James Bradbury. Yep, James Bradbury on the one side we talked about the Adoree Jackson uh, signing from Tennessee. So that definitely makes that uh, secondary a lot better. Um, Even though Adoree Jackson didn't really rate out well, he rated out his average. So. Um, should see, a, should see a better improvement from 22nd. Now, you know, 15 to 18, somewhere in there. That's doable. Uh, and then Vikings, we've already talked about. Versus the wide receiver one, Packers at 10, 28th first, 14th, and 28th. Uh, Packers should be okay with Jair Alexander. Uh, Vikings at 28th. That will improve a little bit. Um, but this is going to be dependent upon who they actually consider their cornerback one. Is it going to be uh, Cameron Dansler or is it going to be Patrick Peterson? If it's Cameron Dansler, it's going to get a lot better. We like Dansler last year coming out in the draft. Uh, Patrick Peterson is definitely showing his age. If he's going to be the second uh, covering the wide receiver two, uh, that would be much better. So if it's Dansler, this is going to improve mightily from 28. If it's Peterson. Uh, you are looking... Where's the Cardinals again? Oh, duh, right above it. Um, that's going to be 20th at best. Uh, with Dancler, that's going to slip up in top 15. So Seahawks at one. That I need to take another double look at. Uh, should be Akella Witherspoon being the main guy. He should be covering the number one. Coming over from San Francisco, hit or miss. It's not going to be the one. Even if it stays within the top ten, I think it's going to be just fine. Um, Trey Flowers can't cover a number one. He's going to be a number two guy. Uh, Giants at 14. This would be James Bradbury. Uh, Would expect that to improve slightly, but not too much. And then Vikings, of course, we've just talked about that. So wide receiver two rankings, Packers at 24, Vikings nine, Seahawks 17, Giants at 21, Vikings nine, uh, 24th. That's going to improve for the Packers. Like I said, only if Stokes, uh, supplants Kevin King at that second cornerback spot. Otherwise it's going to stay relatively the same, uh, Vikings at nine. This, this will get worse. So you'll see your wide receiver one or, uh, this kind of goes along with the wide receiver one. Uh, there's a balancing act. So if Peterson's your wide receiver one or covering your wide receiver one, uh, that's going to stay relatively, you know, about the same, you know, top 20 or whatever. If it's danceler it goes down. Now for wide receiver two, it goes back the other way, right? So if it's Peterson, it should level out a little bit. Now you won't be nine. You'll probably be looking at about 15, Um. If that's Dantzler, it would be 9 or better. So all depends on the cornerback coverage there. We'll have to see uh, once we get into Week 1 where it would actually be for DFS. Seahawks at 17. This should stay relatively the same, if not uh, worse. Uh, Trey Flowers just do do not believe in him as a cornerback, too. Uh, Giants at 21. That should improve a little bit with Dory Jackson. Um, let me see. Do we have a Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee? Where is, where is our Titans? There they are. Nineteenth, nineteenth versus the wide receiver too. So yeah, it's about relatively about the same. Should be a little bit better, better pass rush uh, with the Giants than there was with the Titans. So. That should improve a little bit, but, you know, probably not by much. And then Vikings we just talked about. Wide receiver plus. Again, nobody's using a wide receiver plus off the Bears, but we got to go through it anyways. Uh, Six for the Packers, 22nd for the Vikings, 23rd for the Seahawks, 31st for the Giants, and 22nd for the Vikings. All of these should really improve outside of the Packers. It should stay relatively the same. Um so it, that should be actually a pretty tough schedule. Um let's see where our let's see what our slot corner is for Seattle. Oh, Ugo Amade. Ugo Amade in the slot. Yeah, you could still attack the Seahawks, but uh everybody else should be okay, Darnell Darney Holmes is Yeah, that he's the slot corner for the New York Giants, so Should all actually, should stay relatively the same, attack Holmes, really. Uh, In that slot role, I wouldn't attack the outside attack right in the middle. Same with Seahawks, really. Although we will attack Trey Flowers from time to time. Versus tight end, Packers 8, Vikings 6, Seahawks 3, Giants 24th, Vikings 6. So all of those look pretty damn accurate except for we need to look at the Giants here. That might stay about the same. Yeah, real peppers. Yeah, you really can't cover tight ends. So that should stay relatively about the same. So, man, just not a really good schedule for any of the Bears on offense, to be completely honest with you. But that could change with Justin Fields because you'd have a quarterback that can run. Versus running back in the passing game, Packers uh, 27th. Vikings third, Seahawks 19, Giants 11, Vikings 3. I think all these stay similar. Packers might improve a little bit, but it's not going to be by much. I'm talking 25th. So uh, Seahawks actually could improve off that 19. So now we get into looking at the positions uh, from a full season, halves and quarters. We're going to start with total defense. Full season. Uh, strength of schedule for here, 16th overall. First half is 27th. Second half is the 11th. So, first half starts, maybe, maybe, by quarters 29, 17th, 7th, and 13th. So, basically, like the fourth, what, the fourth easiest schedule in the beginning, according to total defense. So, interesting. Versus the rush, so here would be David Montgomery. Uh, Full season 20th, hardest schedule on the board. First half 15th, second half 23rd. Okay. It's still not really that bad. Uh, But by quarters, 22nd, 8th, 9th, and 26th. So you may have a decent start. No, we talked about that. That's going to get a lot better. So this is actually going to get a lot harder in here. Um, This is going to get a lot harder in here. Um and that's in that last quarter too. You're gonna have two Vikings in there, so that's gonna get that's gonna get way harder. You're gonna get way harder. Ah, <laughs> I kind of like David Montgomery at the end of the third. I'm not so sure now. All right, let's look at our let's skip over to our quarterback. That's gonna be that's gonna be kind of a wait and see. I'm not writing it, I'm not gonna write his fucking name down though. I can tell you that. Uh, so the quarterbacks. So Andy Dalton, Justin Fields. More than likely, Justin Fields. Let's take a look at the full season. Thirteenth hardest ranked schedule. Twenty uh, seventh in the first half. 20, uh, 5th in the second half. So, ooh. By quarter, 30, 15, 7, and eight. Wow, so even if Justin Fields takes the f- takes it, it's a hard second half. Oof, Oof. that's going to be a hard second half, and now even just looking at it, when you look at um from the 49ers in week eight on, holy shit. Oh, man, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I like that. Don't know if I like it. Uh, Wide receiver one, so this would be Allen Robinson here. 15th, hardest schedule. Okay. Uh, By halves, 14th in the first half, 19th in the second half. So it gets easier in the second, huh? Uh, By quarters, 14, 17, 25, and 15. So what do I think about that? Well, you know what? He's always a target machine. Um, let's take a look at his ADP. Actually, we should, we were supposed to look at the ADP for fucking David Montgomery, too, uh, while we're at it. Oh, I tell you, I basically told you what it is. David Montgomery's RB 18, uh, pick 35. So, like I said, end of the third round. Ugh. I would not want him as my RB2, Uh, RB3, yeah, but, I mean, if you're going heavy like that, we might as well just take the wide receiver in there. Um. So we need to look at one Allen Robinson. Where are you at? He's wide receiver 13. So just outside the RB1s or wide receiver 1s, uh, pick 34. So you'd have a choice between Allen Robinson, actually, or David Montgomery in that spot. I would take Allen Robinson before I'd take David Montgomery. There. I said it. I said it. All righty, then. So... We look at the wide receiver two. This would be Darnell Mooney. Uh, By full season, 18th hardest schedule. By halves, 20th and 20th. Interesting. Okay. Uh, By quarters, 8th, 25th, 18th, and 13th. So maybe Darnell Mooney is a guy that maybe we will take a look at late. Uh, instead of David, Ro- uh, David, <laughs> take Darnell Mooney instead of David Robinson, you know, former center of the fucking San Antonio Spurs. Yay. Uh, Darnell Mooney goes actually as a wide receiver five, uh, pick one twenty one. So in the, at the, uh, in the 11th, beginning of the 11th round. Yeah. I'd probably take Darnell Mooney all day. And then we just take our pot shots on him, uh, based on the strength of schedule, I think that's what we would do. I think that's what we will do. Darnell Mooney. Write him down. Write him down. Wide receiver plus. This could be fucking anybody. Um, It's not going to be Anthony Miller. It could be Demir Bird. Um, that's kind of a wait and see, but, uh, I mean, you're really not going to draft him anyways. Uh, Wide receiver plus. Full season, 20th hardest schedule. Uh, By halves, 25th and 9th, so good first half, bad second half. Um, But, I mean, when you really look at it, 31st, 13th, 2nd, and 28th by quarters. Um, But, I mean, really, if you tried figuring out the wide receiver plus and you were playing them every day or every week, you're probably not making it to that, that fourth quarter anyway, so... Let's look at the, the Detroit ends. Uh, tight ends. This would be Cole Komet. Uh, second hardest schedule on the board. By halves. Eighth and first. So he's got the hardest schedule in the second half. Based on preseason rankings. By quarters. 20th, 6th, 15th, and first. That's not good. That is not good. We... We'll not be looking at Cole Komet, but we do have to look at what his ADP is currently. He's so going as tight end 19, so back you know a uh, mid-range uh, tight end 2, pick 165. So, yeah, definitely a guy that we can stay away from. Oh, we should have went through uh, David Montgomery. You know, Damian Williams is actually going to be his primary. It should be his primary backup, not Tariq Cohen, so... Um, if you're looking at the running back in the passing game, and I got to keep remembering to do the running back in the passing game after I do the rush defense. Um, if David Montgomery isn't getting a share of really the pass catching, it's going to go to Damian Williams, Tyreek, uh, Tyreek, good Lord. Uh, Tariq Cohen is still not officially back from Ter Uh, what was it? ACL, I believe. um, So he might get popped, uh, which would be really good for Damian Williams. But um, he's going to be involved. Uh, It's not going to be a whole David Montgomery load share here. So uh, definitely if you get David Montgomery, I would get Damian Williams uh, as a backup here. So uh, full season, 28th hardest schedule by halves, 29th and 21st, and by quarters, 28th, 22nd, 31st. And seventh. So hardest one would be that fourth quarter. Um, I should actually give you that handcuff information here. Uh, So you'd look at Damian Williams as your handcuff. If you're into that, he goes off as RB 58. So he's a late RB 5, 175. So mostly you won't be able to draft him, but definitely take a look at him in best ball drafts. Uh, What do we think of the defense here, right? Uh, talked about it, I think they fall off a little bit. Uh, if we look just strictly at what they're going to face in terms of total offense, the DVOA for the defense for the Chicago Bears defense goes like this. Full season, they have the hardest schedule on the board. Uh, third in the first half, ninth in the second half, and by quarters, 16th, first, 18th, and sixth. So, if we're going to recap here, who are the guys that we're going to look at? maybe David Montgomery, maybe, but I I wouldn't do it unless he slipped into the fourth. We will look at, though, instead, if we had to make the decision, we will look at Allen Robinson at the end of the third round and one Darnell Mooney. Stay away from Cole Komet. Stay the fuck away from Cole Komet. Run as far away as you can. But that's it. That's Chicago Bears. Next episode, our favorite... The Cincinnati Bengals. Booyah. Let's do it.